0: And welcome to the J Train podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's right, J Train is on the road. On the road again. I'm giving funnies on the road again. Delivering ha's around this country right now. Buy a ticket, jaredfree.com. Yep, I'm doing road gigs. I'm all around the country. Providence, Philly. Uh, Dallas, it's all happening, Royersford, Pennsylvania, come on out, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. We um, also, if you're on Patreon, Patreon has really gone crazy lately. I'm doing three extra podcasts a week. That's right. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can get three extra podcasts a week, five bucks a month, Coffee with J Train every Sunday. Luxury Lounge every Wednesday. One more email. An email that's too long for the podcast. I do it every Friday with your Patreon membership. So, and YouTube. Go, you know, subscribe on YouTube. Th- these are all the announcements. And, and listen, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. I am getting so many very nice emails lately. Just people that are, and this is kind of the time of year for me. This is this is J Train season, okay? You, you, summertime. You went out there, you know, you were quarantining, you met a guy online, now it's fall, now there's less excuses, now the quarantine has lifted somewhat, you can go on a walking date, why isn't he doing it? Why? Why? You have a lot of friends asking you why. Well, don't even waste your breath. Give them the gift of J-Train, the Wizard of Haas, the Sultan of Scream, give me, give them to me bring them to my instagram profile i'm putting up videos every single day just a little i'm putting out the cheese bring me the mice that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say very excited very excited about very excited about today's guest um new to the podcast um and she is a style influencer and and fantastic great emily gellislandy thank you for coming on thanks for having me you're very funny i like your own shows Listen, we bring it here on the J Train podcast. Are you going on a bus,
1: by the way, from place to place? Is that how you're getting around? No.
0: I look this is not I'm I'm not Willie Nelson. I'm going <laughs> I I go to a place for a weekend, I do <laughs> I do my fart jokes for an hour, and people laugh and then I go home and No, but do you, you know, fly there? Depends on the place. I, I you know, I it depends. I go every Monday I'm sticking the swab up my nose. And getting checked out. Oh,
1: my God. Listen, when I went to get a COVID test, I swear to God, I kicked the doctor. And I'm not like, like, I have no problem like getting blood drawn. Like I'm fine with all that. That freaking thing. I was literally I was pleading for mercy like please don't please stop please stop it is so they do it all the way up your nose or just like here
0: no 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 no. I'm getting all the way up the nose and
1: oh like in your brain it goes to your brain basically
0: that's the thing about it none of us knew that it went that far up like if if someone said, "Yeah, I'm gonna stick this swab yeah. up your nose this far," you'd go, "Well, you're gonna murder me. That's a, that's a yeah. murder. You're gonna you're, I'm not gonna be able to see again. You're gonna poke the part of my brain that has all my memories." Like <laughs> you'd be angry. And then yeah. we saw it, like you see it on TV, and then you're like, "I guess I have to do that now." Okay, right?
1: but like, there's two things I have to say about that. One, Governor Cuomo, <laughs> he's like made of something else because when he did it on national television, he didn't flinch. He was like, "Yeah." I've never seen and then but then you see the football players did you see that documentary that they're first like for HBO or I don't know what it's on my sister so you can find it on YouTube the NFL players getting tested every day and they are so these huge guys are so scared they're saying to the nurses he's like have you done it and he's like all right he's like give me one more minute and he's like they're like all right it's not bad and he's like I'm not ready I get it it's so people, well, but it's, I've, it's kind of funny to watch
0: <laughs> it depends on who does it to you like some of them uh, are good and because i go every monday i go every week and i mean
1: that's mean, g- good for you for setting a good example because you're traveling that who, like you know you,
0: who knows i'm doing whatever i can to just right. stay you know stay consistent and yeah. there is this thing sometimes you get someone that like you get away you go you're good you should yeah. go into the nasal swab business and then sometimes you get someone that i had a guy he, he goes first we put it up six inches then we go the second six inches and i was like dude just fucking do it or don't like i i can't sit here and go through like part one and part two
1: well this is the other question so like i don't know because i feel like i lost my senses but like it felt like five seconds in each one. Those are the long five
0: seconds. It's a, it's a long time, and and you, it, it's I'm I'm telling you, it's like it, it's like some it's it's like surgeons, like some have better care than yeah. others, like and it's I, I I have to say though, it I think my brain just like you think, but it really is like the back of your teeth, like you almost feel like itching the back of like a, a part of your mouth that you didn't know existed.
1: I think my husband did the throat. So they were my doctor. The doctor he we went to was doing throat or nose, which to mm-hmm. me both suck. He did the, everything
0: about this sucks. Generally, this, this, this is yeah. on the list. Of suck, on the list yeah. of suck. The thing up my nose to make sure I don't have it is like number 30. And you're like, yeah. like, yeah. and you're like, and oh, it my still God,
1: sucks, though. It, still <laughs> it still sucks. So I know. Well,
0: I'm very excited to have you on the show, Emily, because let me just let the guest. Let me let the listeners know. I heard you yeah. on Diet Starts Tomorrow because I listen to that <laughs> podcast that's part of yeah. the Betches universe and whatever they got going on. And I I do the you up podcast with Betches. So like I listen to their podcast and I love I love Sam and a, Sammy and Aileen. Yeah, they're funny. They're cool. You were a guest on their show, and I was like, Oh, this seems like a fun person to have on the podcast to answer dating advice. I I, I liked your perspective. You were talking about like you know, that you didn't want to lose weight, but you're part of body positivity. I enjoyed the episode. Then I wrote it in my calendar and I was like, okay. And no, then I DM'd you. And then I go, we set it up very quickly. So it wasn't like this long drawn out thing. I was like, okay, we'll talk in September. Yeah. And from then until now, you have had quite a second half of the summer because I looked in my calendar and I go, wait a minute. I recognize that name. Do I have a podcast set up with the, the with the F factor, you know, uh you know like you know person and then all of a sudden I'm like oh shit I go back and read the DMs I was like we did set this up before. So I do I have been following along but like really kind of lightly. I don't know the serious part of the story. I more know the the fun two women fighting part of yeah. the story like as crazy and stupid as that sounds. And yeah. I'm sure and and so Again, we're going to do the emails, but like I guess we got to talk about it. Are are you okay? What's going on? Yeah. I, I let the listeners know.
1: I'm fine. I accidentally kind of got myself into this like whole story about F factor and and like now another diet that's like s- seeming to be relatively harmful. F factor was especially complicated because the founder is like a prominent like kind of like local celebrity like she's the mm-hmm. like, dietitian for us miss usa and she does a lot of like local television like she'll do like good morning america or whatever the today show and like she kind of became like the go-to diet guru of new york let's say mm-hmm. and that's where i have a lot of that's where i live and that's predominantly like my followers are New York women and she happens to be Jewish. I'm Jewish. So like she, she, we really have like a very similar demo for like Mm -hmm. what we do.
0: The crossover Um, is big.
1: Yeah. And so I first just started seeing like some complaints about her diet. I feel like uh, this has happened as a result of the pandemic. Like usually everybody's life is just super fast paced. And you know, like you might see something that's wrong, but you're so busy and you're just like, I don't know, like I'm not going to like, I don't have time to address that. Like Mm -hmm. I have my own problems to deal with but because everybody's home for the most part and everybody's on their phone and people are just like, just like have slowed down and are kind of like sifting through things. People were more hypersensitive and aware. And also people were trying to diet or stay on track since in quarantine, everyone felt like they kind of like went off the deep end with eating. Like sure. They- They like, so people, so a lot of people are actually enticed to like do the diet, you know, and
0: they're looking for new ways to like, Hey, I'm sitting around what, what, what's a better way to like eat while I'm sitting around. I get that. So
1: you see this like very wealthy, very skinny, like fancy, like Upper East Side lady telling you that you can like eat the F Factor way and like it's food freedom. But then if you like analyze the diet a little bit more, they kind of promote a lot of unhealthy things. There's a lot of promotion of drinking. It's like, Mm -hmm. it it like celebrates that you can drink alcohol, which is like rare for like a health professional. Like I get it, the drinking is fun, but it's just not what you think of when you think of like a diet. Um, Sure. There's like seven to 900 calories on step one of the diet with drinking. So that alone is concerning. They kind of tell you not to do cardio because that could make you hungrier and whatever. And then there's this powder that really came into the picture two years ago, this powder that she sells. And that really became the center of the story because people were getting very sick from ingesting this powder.
0: Mm.
1: And they didn't realize that they were all getting the same sickness because F Factor was not taking nicely to complaints on their like website, like when or when somebody would complain, Via DM to Tanya, I saw a lot of th- their responses were mostly like, oh, you just need to drink more water. Like, you must not be drinking enough water. And sure. then on the Facebook or, or Instagram page, if, they, if the comment was a little bit snarky, they were like, we're going to like block slash delete. So to make a long story short, I became this the platform where people could voice their negative experiences. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got, I got flack for that and people were like, why did not you talk about the positive? And I was like, well, I don't need to talk about the positive because there's like 10,000 Instagram accounts that are dedicated to like being f factor groupies. And they talk all all day about how good it is. So I was like, why can't people express if they don't like it? I don't understand. So that's kind of what happens. And now it's been like six weeks or going to be seven weeks of talking about it. And it's crazy because like, I always said, like if, if the messages stop coming in, I'll stop talking about it. Like I'm not, it's not my story but they don't stop. And now it's turned into a conversation about another dot, another, she's an accountability coach, but she's on Bravo. So it's just like a mess. But in my normal life, um, I do fashion and lifestyle influencing. And yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> so, I, 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 I have to say, I am a person the listeners, of this podcast knows that I'm very interested in, in the conversation around diet culture and food, I've dealt with weight stuff my whole entire life. Half of my stand-up, if anyone has seen me do stand-up, I talk about being a straight dude dealing with weight. So I have a lot of opinions on this subject, and I do understand where the she has her own army because yeah. there are people who are like, this lifestyle has worked for me. So yeah. I do understand that because if you can find a diet that works for you, what because th- with diet stuff, and you probably know this too, where it's like someone says, well, don't eat strawberries. And then it becomes, you have to eat strawberries. And it's like, Online, you can't really generalize these things. What works for you might not work for me. What works for me, why? so like I can understand. So someone found the click in their brain where F factor is the thing that made it click. I totally yeah. get that. And then, yeah. but in most ca- and so I come into this really again. I'll say this from the in the beginning. I was like, oh, these are two Long Island Jewish women arguing. And it's like, if I, when I You're go to the high, ho-
1: so, so, so
0: like, <laughs> but when I go to like, when I went to temple growing up, if I saw two Jews park, uh, fighting in the parking lot at the high holidays, I'm going to watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's like, I if think I saw- of
1: Larry David right away when he's scalping tickets for synagogue.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so that is like the juicy part of this. It also yeah. has a lot, you know, like to me, like. I, I I try to come at every story with like open-mindedness. Like I watch The Bachelor. A lot of people li- listen, know I watch The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor because I'm looking for people to find love. I'm looking yeah, for the yeah. interesting storylines that yeah. relate to dating. So right. when, I, when I heard about your story and not even realized you were booked for this podcast, I'm going, well, this is about you know, this is about diet culture. This is about uh, wealth and showing it off online. Like, this is about, like, and and I followed her online, and this is about likability. And, like, with most things, the cover-up is worse than the crime. And that's kind of how this erupts. If she got back to people and was like, holy shit, this is making you feel bad. Let me go talk to my people. Let me bring you in. Let's talk about it. That's a different story than blocking anyone that has a negative thing to say to you because I block people. I'm sure you do. I, but yeah, but if someone looks at my thing and goes,
1: and that's a very good point, anybody that does what we do, like you can't really understand the amount of criticism we get until you experience it. And there are moments where you're like, fuck this. Like I cannot. And, and like, and and it's deserved that we have that there's that button exists for a reason. Um, But having having said that, there's a difference between obviously like a negative opinion and like harassment, which is like what I've been experiencing.
0: Well, well, listen, I'm with you. I have empathy for you and her on that subject because you do have to digest negativity. It has to go through your eyes, into your stomach, shit out your ass. Like you have to have it go through you. And people say ignore it and you go. Well, I just I just read it like it, it just came up on my page. So I understand and I'm not defending her yeah, side. I'm, de- I'm defending the emotional reaction of like, oh, because online no one takes the loss. Nobody ever takes the loss. Everyone goes, well, you think I'm an idiot? Go fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. And it becomes and it becomes two Jewish women fighting in the parking lot instead well, you know of people literally- are sick.
1: Like they hired like Lanny Davis, who's like pretty famous for like representing Michael Cohen and like Mm. he represented Harvey Weinstein and Bill Clinton. And I just joke that like she could have paid me to help her and I could have helped, you know, spin this story much better because like (laughs) like you're saying, like the cover up is worse than the crime. It's like people were I think open and willing to like have the con let the conversation like evolve and like let her fix it they just wanted the accountability and they wanted the apology and they wanted the acknowledgement like like, oh my god like I accidentally made you sick and I'm profiting from it like I'm sorry and it would have been a totally different ballgame and that speaks to like I don't know, there's something about celebrity culture and influencer culture, I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's really hard for people to say I'm sorry online. Well,
0: well, I think it's it's a part of, it's a 2020 culture too, because if you apologize for one thing, you know, like it, it's a slippery slope argument that I don't like, and it's like, well, this cancel culture a demon is waiting in the wings. So if you apologize for the little thing, it's going to move you closer towards that demon to get eaten up by cancel culture. And it's like that's a that's a boogeyman. That's not even f- real. And and it's like I I and so I empathize with the emotional. Like what you're saying is absolutely yeah, right. Like I even said on Diet Starts Tomorrow, I said. That um oh, you, the, she, I got
1: to listen to your episode. You got to
0: listen. I, I and I said this, I was like, I, it's again, it, it sounded like it was more than just what was going on. Like it became the, the story I was looking at. But I said that if a Gen Zer just took over her social media, she would look she would be looking better in two seconds, like yeah. because Gen Zers just have this like nonchalant, I don't care about anything attitude that I actually think is like would be helpful and more real than what she's doing.
1: Well, yeah. Like, I mean, just I think she does have a Gen Zer. like doing some of her shit behind the scenes. It's her niece. But like she did a live last week and she was making a smoothie and like, like, like that you can you he, she goes, well, my niece is telling me that people don't think I really eat my powder. And she was like, rolls her eyes and like opens a new bag. And she's like, here you go. And it's like, this is not helping your cause lady. Like, literally, like you're literally well, digging a hole. You're digging the grave
0: that's the emotional response that has nothing to do like you're so you're she's like 20 miles ahead of like people got sick like she's not even in that world anymore and and listen i don't that's horrible like i i can't even speak to that and i do understand getting messages and people being like hey help us out you have a platform can you speak on this you talk about body stuff so it's like i totally understand how you kind of get twirled into the tumbleweed the snowball of it all
1: I did. I did need to say and this is like interesting. So like there was a whole commentary that happened about anonymous sources. So journalists use anonymous sources yeah. a lot of the time and there's they're protected for a reason. And and like they're not anonymous to the journalist. The journalist is having a conversation and, you know, making sure they're legit. And they really took shots at me for sharing all these anonymous stories. Sure which was really sad because these women were just traumatized and/or and or scared and Tanya does have a lot of money and they they make that very known and oh. for whatever reason, whether it's true or not true, they had this idea in their mind that like people are going to, they're somehow going to get, they're going to get in trouble. They're going to come after them if they go on the record. Yeah. So I did have like over 100 people go on the record with their names. I've started doing IGTVs which people can go and check out with like former employees of hers, like talking about toxic work culture and like the toxic work c- culture they discussed oh, while probably worse at F factor is something that happens in corporate America and in sure. New York. So it spoke to a lot of people and it, it kind of became a place where people felt like I'm not alone. And like, I, I can like, I, I, this is one step towards getting out of a bad situation if they were in a situation. So like, that's the positive that's come out of it. Like mm-hmm. I I haven't had any direct contact with Tanya. Like her husband reached out to me, and her entire staff has basically reached out to me. But like, I'm not in in contact with them now. And yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's. But,
0: we're gonna move on to more fun stuff. But, I, but I, I,
1: I, 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 I think I'm a professional like dater. And I I'm love married. it. I'm married now, so like, ask me
0: anything. I'm gonna ask you anything. I, I think there's two things, and I just know from my experience of like, I feel lucky because I do stand up. So, when you do stand up, you have to bomb in person. You have to take, you have to go on stage and watch people's faces look at you like, holy shit, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard someone say. You have to feel that. On the internet, I think, and Tanya's kind of in this world, and I've dealt with a lot of internet people in my day where it is, you either agree with me or you're a troll. There's no critical feedback on the internet. That's how they kind of that's kind of the world that a lot of these people that. live in. And I it's I get brutal it, I hate No that. nuance. I I I do too. There's no nuance in context. And nuance and context is what a human interaction is. So and by the it, way, even
1: when I try to clarify that, like when someone will come when I say something and somebody will come at me super nasty, I have to really mm. like go to a Zen place. I'll even try to like change the fr- i don't know and they still come at me and then I'm like, why do i even go there I it's not even win.
0: it's not even worth it because the here's the second thing about the internet the greatest if you can make yourself the bigger victim you win so it, it's like whoever makes themselves the bigger victim so if, if she goes well how could you come after me with anonymous sources you're trying to ruin my career to some people that is higher on the totem pole than one person who may or may not have the right eating strategy, so it's like yeah. I, I, and it's a sad thing i I get it all the time because I make jokes, and then they go, and then people go, you know, I make a joke about, hey, you know. You know, dating sucks. And they go, well, some of us have never been date on a date before. And you go, yeah, I have to agree with that person. Yeah. You know, like, so let's do the emails. I'm very excited to have you on. And it's, uh, it's good to put a face with a name and, and yeah. a voice that I've heard. Everyone should go follow Emily. Everyone, everyone, everyone. She's doing amazing it's, things. Yeah. Emily Gellis at Emily Gellis on Instagram go 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 she does more than just yells at F Factor okay she's got a great account she does she does other things I swear
1: I like I really (laughs) promise you
0: We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hydrant. We all know that we should be drinking more water, but by the time you feel thirsty, it's too late, you're already dehydrated, you can't focus, you feel tired. That's why I'm starting my day with Hydrant. Hydrant helps you hydrate faster. I love this stuff, people. If you don't know my videos, you might see I have this big jug of water. I try to get four of them done a day. And you know what? It gets a little boring. And sometimes it's just not enough. So I've been adding hydrant to one of those bottles a day. And it's delicious. It's adding... Um, different essential electrolytes that your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. If you're looking for that extra boost of energy, there's also Hydron Plus Caffeine, which contains 100 milligrams of caffeine from green tea. It's made with real fruit juice powder. It's delicious and refreshing. It comes in a variety of flavors, including iced tea lemonade and fruit punch. I love the fruit punch. I love the changeup it gives me. I love that I'm hydrating myself and not getting off of my routine that I'm trying to create. I think a lot of us wanna get more water in our diet and it's a little boring. Hydrant's a way to like uh, spruce it up a bit. Plus, it's backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, send it back for a full refund. Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30 day supply save even more with a monthly subscription so listen people let's give you some free money you want some free money you want to get some hydrant you want to save a couple buckaroos save 25 percent, 25 percent off your first order go to get Go to drinkhydrant.com slash J-Train. Let me say it again. Go to drinkhydrant.com slash J-Train or enter our promo code J-Train at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T.com slash J-Train. Enter promo code J-Train for 25% off your first order. Drinkhydrant.com slash J-Train. Enter promo code J-Train to save 25%. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Features. I love Features. I wear these socks every single day. And listen... We don't think of the smaller parts of our wardrobe, the underwear, the socks, those things. You know what, though? They're the reason you walk tall. They're the reason you feel more comfortable. They're the reason you walk better because when you have those, like sometimes I have that one sock in the drawer that I've been holding on to because you know what? I don't want to go to the sock store at, at you know tomorrow. So every time it comes in through the rotation, I let it go. And you you know, you're like I'll deal with it today and it has and you know, the top is isn't stretchy anymore, it's just loose on my ankle and it slides down in my shoe and I get a little bump underneath between my feet and the shoe. It's it's annoying, but I deal with it because you know, it's better than the alternative and that's going and getting new. But listen, I'm going to make it easy for you because features are the best socks I've ever worn. To perform your best, you need to feel your best from head to toe. Features has solely focused on making the best high-performance sock for the last 20 years. I also love that Features has different types that all look clean and nice. You can get the socks that, you know, the no-shows. You can get the ankle socks. I have the high socks that I wear with uh, my, you know, Nike high tops, and Honestly, it's functional and fashionable. They look good. They look great. But also, they protect the back of my heel from new high tops crushing them with blisters. So, they've been really functional for me. And, and it, listen... Conventional socks will bunch, they slip, and they give you blisters. These are like having a second skin. Features are engineered to help you achieve your best every day, whether you're working out or on the go. That's the the beauty of it. I used to wear if you have, if you have to wear dress socks ever, or if you need dress socks, features you can get nice looking ones that are athletic too. So they it kind of looks like you're wearing you know the dress sock, but then also you you know you're dressed to go to the park and run some sprints. Targeted compression acts like a hug around the arch of your foot, keeping the socks in place and preventing it from sliding down in your shoe. I can tell you that from experience. The anatomical design conforms to the left-right shape of the foot, creating a custom-like fit that keeps the sock in place so you can focus on your workout. Plus, get a lifetime guarantee. Features are so durable and long-lasting that if you're unsatisfied at any point, they'll give you a replacement pair, no questions asked. And the best part is this is a family-owned business that has been passed down from father to sons. Their mission is to create products that help you achieve your personal best. I will say this, people. These socks are awesome. Um, they fit great and they look good. I love the high socks because they come in different designs that are clean, fashionable, fun. And we're going to give you some money off. See why Features has quickly become the number one running sock in America. For listeners of the J Train podcast, you can receive $10, $10, $10 off your first pair of features by going to features.com and use my code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain. That's $10 off your first pair when you go to F- dot com and our promo code J train to check. And again, that's features.com use my code J train to get $10 off your first pair of features. I how long have you been married and how did you guys meet? Cause we are going to get into dating stuff. J train podcast um, at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com.
1: I've been married for a little over a year, but I've been mm-hmm. dating. I'm, I met my husband in 2013. So it's going to be It's going to be eight years. It's seven and a half years. And we met, we had some mutual friends. He actually dated a friend of mine and she fucked it up. And like, at the time she was super distracted with this other kid. And I'll never forget, we were, me and my friend were living together. Her name is Randall. She's also a stand-up comedian. So I have to tell her to listen okay. to this. And He was like-
0: I know oh, Randall.
1: Randall Klein? Yeah.
0: That's I my best Randall. friend. Yeah, 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 okay. All right,
1: so Randall dated my husband briefly. I- and it didn't work out obviously, but I'll never forget that it was her birthday. And Michael, my, hus- my husband, bought a tray of shots for all my friends. And Randall didn't give him the time of day. Mm. And she went to make out with this other kid who she liked at the time. And, like, the next day, because we lived together, we went to brunch. And she was like, oh, my God, like, what did I do last night? Like, I don't remember. And I was like, you fucked up. Like, that's what you did. And she was like, should I text, like, this kid, Land hit my husband's name is Landy's last name. And so should I text Landy? Like, what do I say? And I was like. I was like, if I was him, I would not give you another chance. Like you were so rude. And I was like, but you're the one saying he's a nice Jewish boy, like he does Shabbat, like whatever. It, it's so funny to remember that perspective. So fast forward like three years later, I'm like at a bar that's now closed. It was called Forum on like ninth. I, uh,
0: For- I know I know Forum, yeah.
1: Fourth Avenue and like twelfth street or something. And, Didn't it become
0: like Jay Z's bar or something. I, I don't know I, okay.
1: it's become like a lot of things. And it's like I don't even know what it is now, but it was mm. a fun like whatever bar. It was a cold February night because I know it was my friend Robin's friend's birthday. And my friend Rebecca was like, do you want to go to I was like, sure. Like I was still I was like 26 then when we still like went out and like, you know, like did shit mm. like during the week besides go to dinner. And so I went and I was like, and this kid comes up to me. And the funniest part of the story is that, so he works in it and he had messaged me. Cause I had a handbag business called Emily show and he does it for, for some of my friends, like my friend Robin and her, she worked for this company at the time and he did it for them. So he had like found me, I don't know how, and he wrote me on Facebook. I still have the messages cause I never deleted them. And he was like, Hey, like, oh I was I know I was complaining about network solutions which was my my provider at the time for like my Mm. website my post and he was like they're not great by the way like if you want help like I work with other fashion companies and I was like all right well I like literally ignored him I was like thinking like he was obviously trying to talk to me and I was like not interested so I go into this bar he immediately starts talking to me I think he goes to my friend Robin and he's like like I think she's pretty, and she was like, "Yeah, good luck." Like she'll never go for you in a trillion years, but like, have fun. And he was like, oh, "I think that like what gave a him-
0: what a pump up speech." <laughs>
1: well, I think that that because he is like so goofy, he's ridiculous. He says everything that you're not supposed to say. He says we're mm. we're opposites like that, and. Like I'm a straight shooter, but he's like, you know, I know when to like keep it PC. Like if I was, you know, at dinner with the president, like you say, sir, you know, Mike, but Mike is always telling stories and people either love him or hate him. That's like, he's kind of polarizing. And he's like, I'm like, we're talking and he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, he's like, what do you do? And I tell him, I'm like, Oh, I own this handbag company. And he's like, Oh cool. And I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, and he's wearing a suit. And he's like, I work for JP Morgan. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, I know he's lying to me, but I'm like, where is he going with this? And he's like, he's like, I'm the head of the custodial staff, like I order all the paper towel and the toilet paper. And like, I was like, Oh, really? Like, you do that wearing a suit? And he was like, Yeah, I was like, all right, fire. Cool. Like, good for you. And he's and he in his mind, I stayed and still kept talking to him, which meant I was a good girl and not a gold digger. But really, it's because I mean, it was a ridiculous story, and I was like, and then he tells me. that Well, he's done.
0: I mean, sorry to interrupt, but I, I the the guy who gets the toilet paper that's kind of a big job at J.P. Morgan. That that guy could wear a suit. I mean, that
1: could be
0: I, you could be the CEO of 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 you know like uh you know whatever like paper products and you know someone does HR shit, someone orders he it. He
1: could have done it, but like <laughs> then he tells me that he actually was lying and that he has like four sock and Pajmina stands on Union Square. And I was like, all right, dude, like, I know that you're lying. Like, you know, very fun. He was trying to be funny. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, I gotta, w-. he's like, I, I, I'm going to walk outside. I'll be right back. And he like walks outside to smoke cigarette. And I followed him and I was like, you don't have to like hide from me. Like, it's, I, whatever. And then he's like, he, this is a true story. He was like, okay, can I take your number? He's like, I'm super drunk, but I'm going to call you tomorrow. And he put my number <laughs> in his phone as my future wife, like, swear to God. And he called me the next day and he is a talker. He would not let me get off the phone. He was like, so what's your G chat? Like, what's your, like, what's your email? Like, so I have your Facebook. Do you have an Instagram? And I was like, dude, do you want my social security number? Like, Jesus. Had to yeah, they asked me other questions. And then we hung out. I went to dinner with my friends that night and he was going to a bar and some of my other friends were going and we went and we literally hung out that night and that was it. We were inseparable.
0: Well, it's funny that he like took a, you know, it, it's funny when you first meet someone in a bar, you first have that conversation and then you're like, uh, swing miss, swing miss. Okay, let me go outside and try and talk to her like a real person. Uh, I'll get the number and then let me re, re re come in here from another angle. It's very, it's very male as like as far as like oh I'm gonna say this stupid thing and see if she'll just laugh at it right away. Now yeah. I have to try and figure out what the code is here. So this is great. You've been married a year. Um, let's answer some questions. You ready? I spent half of your story looking for that girl to make sure that I'm talking about the same person. I think we are. Yeah, um, <laughs> am I crazy for wanting to hang out more than once a week? No. Jared, thanks for all the laughs, tips, feather, feather. About a year and a half ago, I went on a hinge date with this guy. We got along super well and had a great time. But I told him after that first date, I wasn't interested in continuing to see him in a romantic way because his personality was too specifically similar to my ex's. But would love to hang out still since I was new to the city and we got along so well. For about a year after that, we'd hang out once a month and try new restaurants and go to a concert or museum, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes we'd hook up and sometimes not. Fast forward to April of COVID and we decided to hook up with each other for the quarantine since we weren't seeing anyone else seriously enough at the time to see during quarantine. In June, he told me that he wasn't seeing anyone else and had deleted his dating apps and asked if I'd want to do the same. I said I'd give him give it a chance. However, even after this change to being more serious, quote-unquote... He really only likes to hang out once a week. I've brought this up with him a couple of times, and every time it seems like I'm being unreasonable for wanting to do more than get dinner with him once a week if we're dating. The first time I brought it up, he said that he'd do whatever to make this more serious, but that only entailed once a week, one, one week where we hung out three times before returning to the regular Monday dinner. What's the deal? Am I being unreasonable? I'm just constantly asking to hang out and getting turned down, even though he was the one to just getting more serious in the first place what am i missing thanks for any advice so emily what do you think about this email
1: i mean he sounds like a psycho sorry like it's, it's he does. bizarre That's bizarre that makes no sense and honestly when someone makes no sense don't waste your time trying to figure it out like keep mm. it moving like you know you're being single isn't fun when you're single but when you're married you're like oh like how fun was that like it's kind of you, you know you like look back and you're like oh it's like i'll never meet another person again and be like Excited, so enjoy sure. your single
0: life. <laughs> I'll never be excited again. That's a good uh, sure. billboard well, for like, marriage. Because,
1: like, you, you know, you'll never have like that, like, you know, when you go on a first date and you really like sure. someone and like that and, feeling, you're not going to have that I again. Mean, I know what the fuck I'm dealing with every night. Totally. So it's like, um,
0: yeah. Well, there's um. a couple things she wrote that are very interesting to me. So I would say, I don't think he's crazy. I think he I don't think either of them know what they want, and they're kind of settling on each other because she gave him some pretty negative signs the way she even wrote this email, and I can only go by how the email is written to us because she wrote a couple things for about a year after that we'd hang out. No, she says no to him up front. So now like the excitement is kind of gone. Like what you're talking about with that first date excitement and it builds and it builds and you guys go to, now your first dates become weekend hangouts and it becomes more like your story with your husband has a growth to it it has an arc. She yeah. basically looked at him and was like, "Uh, eh, all right. Uh, I I and then when he was like, let's and then when it becomes as easy as possible during COVID, they kind of like fall into the bed together. Like right. none of this is like
1: It's not like meant to be, I don't think.
0: I don't think it's meant to be, but I think she's allowing this to get like I I I have to say like I don't think it's right for him to be like, "Hey, let's be more serious." And then he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That means once a week, like checking off the calendar. Like, I don't know that's a little
1: once a week. This—that's just—I mean, like, I—I I mean, I'm overboard, but like, once a week is not a lot. Like, I feel like if you're dating seriously, two to three times a week is like regular.
0: Yeah, I—I I, I just think it should feel normal. It should feel and also you gotta- with
1: COVID. Like, it's not like you're really going anywhere like what are you doing
0: <laughs> so well it I think it's just a lack of excitement like like she wrote something so specific we got along had a great time but I told him that after the first date I wasn't con- I wasn't interested in continuing to see him in a romantic way at that point he hangs yeah. around because he's that now and then he goes but then she says but we'd love to hang out since I was still new to the city and got along so well so did you get along well or did you not want to fuck him So like, or or did you use him? She
1: might've, she sent mixed signals too.
0: Yeah, so I, I think at this point you have a guy that's like used to the dynamic of this and he's going, yeah, you get. he's getting something out of you that he's gotten used to. And you're looking at him being like, why won't you change with me? I've been in control of this the whole time. Like, I think she has to be okay with letting go of this in a way that is like, also like, hey, next time, why don't you not like, kind of like let someone in your life that you only want half in your life at your disposal. Like it felt like she made the decision of like, okay, now let's turn this up. You can't do that to people's feelings.
1: Yeah, that's not fair. You're right.
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. How to handle a guy inviting himself to my apartment for dinner. Okay. Jared (laughs) and and guests love the pod. Quick question. How to handle when a guy invites himself over to my apartment for a second date. Went on a first date Tuesday. It was great. He reached back out on Thursday and suggested dinner at my place on Sunday. Text exchange below. Okay, to give background context, we talked about how my apartment building is so quiet, you can hear everything. So I had mentioned how I can hear my neighbor whenever she has sex. So let's read. I'm gonna read the the back and forth. You ready? She sent screenshots. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So this guy wrote to her. Any hanky panky from the neighbors lately? Ha ha. Ha ha. Okay. She, she writes back. Ha ha ha. Just Sunday, I can get a schedule for you. He okay. writes. No, no, we can have dinner at your place on Sunday and listen real time. Smiley face. She, and then he, she writes, she isn't regular like that. <laughs> so, okay. And then she writes back again after she said she is, uh, you know, tells him his, her sex calendar. She writes, you know, there's a part of me that would love to have you over to my apartment, but that's just not my style for a second date. I don't move that quickly, but if you'd like to do something this weekend or next, I'm open to it. That was the last text that was sent. So now let's go back to her email. Um, she writes, "I've done the I've done oh. the dinner date at home thing before on a second date, and always leads to sex. And right now, I'm just not comfortable with having sex early on." He also called me when he picked me up for the first date, so not sure why is reaching. Uh, he is reaching back out on the app as opposed to phone texting. Let me know if I should have handled this invite differently. So to give the listeners context, and we'll put it up on YouTube and on uh, on YouTube. She sent an interaction, so they go on this first date. It goes great. Then they have this text exchange and it turns into him being like, uh, they have this text exchange over the dating app, not over text, where he's basically saying, hey, I'd love to come over for dinner and listen to someone else have sex, which is <laughs> that's very fucking weird. What do you think about this, Emily?
1: I mean, that's weird.
0: It's all weird. I, I agree with you.
1: Like I would I would be like, no.
0: Like I mean, yeah. I would just
1: I, I honestly like I, I lived my dating life the same way I live like my real life. Like I didn't de- never played games, like I, and I feel like I differ my friends are always like, be this, be that, like do this. Mm. And I'm like, no. I just say it how it is because ultimately that's who I am, and either they're gonna like me or they're not. And if someone said that to me and be like, You're fucking weird, go listen to porn if you want to hear people have sex. Like, what do you need sure. to come to my apartment?
0: Well, it's funny because this conversation, if the conversation starts in the land of sex, that's what they're getting towards. So like yeah. this this oh, conversation? Is that
1: true?
0: Absolutely. This I guy he this guy his first text is any hanky panky from the neighbors lately, ha ha ha. So he's talking about sex right away. They, yeah. they went on a date and he's talking about sex and he's like, how do I get this closer to sex? You know, The closest point between, two se- you know, between no sex and sex is your bedroom. So how mm-hmm. do I get to your bedroom? So he's saying any hanky-panky from the neighbors lately, now she doesn't agree to sex, but she's agreeing to a sexual conversation. Her saying, ha-ha, just Sunday, I can schedule, get a schedule for you. In his mind, now she's talking about sex with me. So now he's like, oh, she's on board for a sexual, a, a co- like a sexual adjacent conversation. And then now he's saying, let's have dinner at your place. Like he's, oh, open up I, the yeah. door. You know, I think this is his his way. So
1: maybe she made a mistake telling telling him that she could hear her neighbors having sex.
0: I don't think she made a mistake. There's no mistake in that. Like that's a normal, funny story. Like, like you, but then he, but did he take that then is like, she's going to have sex with me. No, I think guys are always just looking for any opening they can get. And this was like a hole that came open. He was like, I got to run through it. So he's like, he's like, oh, I got this sexualized, you know, especially if someone is looking to get serious, if you're on a first date and the other person is like, and it's not really flirty, you're like, how can I, I'd like this to be more flirty. I want to see if we have a connection sexually. He's not wrong for looking for that connection. The way he's doing it is wrong. The way he's doing it is, like, very – to me, it's not we- – you said it's weird. It's funny that you call it weird because I'm like, this is the most unweird thing in the world. He saw an opportunity to talk about sex. He took the one opportunity, as weird as it was, and and went with it. And she kind of did a good game of improv. Like, I don't blame her for going, I can get a schedule for you because that's fun. That's light. Yeah, I understand I what get, you're saying.
1: Yeah, I get that. But I, I agree that, like, I wouldn't want him to come over. So, I guess –
0: Oh, yeah, no, you can't have him over. This is, I mean, like, she, I think she handled this perfectly. Like, this is a win. Like, yeah. her saying, hey, I'm like, listen, I would love to have you over in my apartment, but that's just not where I'm doing no, with the but second it's, date. like,
1: Take me to fucking dinner. Like, you're not going to. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And I, I just think it's so interesting that he goes back to the app. So, like, anytime you find something weird, think of a penis. Like, I think that's got to be the rule because. It's so funny that you said this is weird, and I'm going no, 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 no. I I recognize this game. This is the this is this is my friend, uh, well, my friend Dick.
1: It's like when my girlfriends ask my husband for advice, and the advice I give them versus like they're like no, from a guy. Like what does this mean? And I'm like that's what it means. Like that is not how I take it. It's
0: so interesting. Yeah, that's you should tell your friends J Train Podcast at We're here Mondays and Thursdays. I I but I would say that all of this. Anytime you see a weird thing, just think of what would a penis do in that situation? Why would a penis do that? Okay. So, again, a very interesting part of this is that he takes it back to the dating app. He has her number. Why, Why would you- So
1: what does that even mean?
0: Because you can unsubscribe from the conversation in a dating app. You can block. You can end it. The conversation isn't as real. It's the land of casual. You're ba- uh-huh. going backwards. On the phone, oh, that's it's... Sad. That's it's, a- it's the sad reality of what this guy is trying to do. He is bobbing and weaving, looking for an entrance into the house of sex and he's checking all the doors. Next. And and it's that's the thing. So you got to so I think to anyone out there reread this text that this woman sent because it's actually a perfect text. You know there's a part of me that would love to have you over. Like she's already saying like I think you're cute. I think of you in a sexual way. But that's just not my style for a second date great i don't move that quickly perfect but if you'd like to do something this weekend or next i'm open to it she's fun she's put up the stop sign but she's letting you know which way to which way the detour goes and he's gonna be out He'll you know he won't text back that's it the j train podcast is brought to you by noon New- Noom, I love Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your gold genes, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all of that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There's a new app called Noom that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. Listen, I'll tell you right now. I like Noom. I like it for the calorie tracker. And you know, it's tough because calorie trackers, you have to do it. Noom has a little little uh pop-up that will say, "Hey, have you done breakfast? Have you done lunch? Have you done dinner?" And when you're doing it, it's great. When you're not doing it, it's a little reminder, "Hey, we're we're not doing it today. Tomorrow's a new day though." And Noom also has little fun facts that teach you little things along the way that you're going to make a better decision for when that comes along. When you have the decision between raisins and, and grapes, what do you choose? Noom is going to help you out. And I, I love that it's about learning. It's about becoming mindful and aware of what you're doing so that you can make better decisions along the way. This is a lifestyle, people. On the Noom new, new app, you can get tailored lessons, log the food you eat, and learn a new lifestyle. Noom helps you change your habits, develop a new relationship with food. Noom is based on psychology. The way you think about food is important. Learn through personalized courses on how you can replace your old habits with healthier ones. No food is good or bad. Noom t- teaches you moderation noom takes a human approach there's no judgment it's all about staying mindful and doing what you can every day at noom small steps lead to big progress sign up for your trial today at noom noom noom.com slash j train that's noom.com slash j train noom.com slash j train noom.com slash j train what do you have to lose Visit Noom.com slash j to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash j and start losing weight for good. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com j podcast at gmail.com Here with Emily Gellis Landy at Emily Gellis. Go follow. It's going to be all over my social media. I'll post the video. It's going to be on my stories. Go follow, go follow, go follow at Emily Gellis. Let's do another email. Guy breaks up with girlfriend for me and I'm confused why this always happens. Okay. Hello. I met a guy I met a guy at the beginning of the semester. Is she happy or confused? Well, why would this always happen? Hi, I met a guy at the beginning of the semester and we really hit it off. We were at a job training together, which provided plenty of time for talking and hanging out, so we got to know each other really well. As we're talking, one of his friends walked up and asked how his girlfriend was doing. I think the friend asked about her intentionally because I had never heard this guy mention his girlfriend before. After this friend left, things got awkward and fast uh, awkward fast. And this guy was hesitant to address the elephant in the room. Eventually he explained that he did have a girlfriend, but he also had strong feelings for me and was torn between the two of us and was probably going to break up with her. I had known this guy for less than two weeks and I later found out that he had been dating his girlfriend for two years. I'm confused about his how his feelings can change that quickly and i don't know if i can trust him additionally this is not the first time that i have been caught up in situations like this and multiple guys have ended relationships after knowing me for a few weeks i know this is not exactly my fault but i still feel terrible why does this happen to me so frequently and how can i stop it from happening again any insight you can provide would be appreciated emily what do you think this is an interesting email because i do have a lot of opinions but i i i I would love to hear what you think
1: I think there's some girls like more than others that just give off like a, it's not like sexy. It's like maybe, I think they're like more the friend vibe people Mm -hmm. that guys just like connect to. It's like some like a girl next door or something. Like there's just something about them and guys like are attracted to that. And I, I think that like, you know, you get caught up in a moment sometimes and like, sometimes you think the grass is always greener. Like you're in a relationship for two years. It gets like repetitive. You meet somebody new. You're like, Oh, like maybe I'm like totally wrong. Like, Mm. because there is no handbook when you meet somebody, there is no, there's no, I don't believe that there's only one right person for everybody. I think that it depends like what you want for your life. And, um, you kind of make a, decision when you feel like you're going to say like okay and like relationships are hard you have to work at them like it's not just all glitter and fun and rainbows and sunshine anyone that tells you that it is is lying but like you can learn to like live through the bad and appreciate the good and anyway like sometimes you just get caught up in a moment I you know there must be something great about her personality she's obviously someone that people you know like a lot of people connect to me it happens to me not that I'm ruining relationships but men men hit on me all the time. And I also love talking to people like that's my greatest joy is just meeting random people and hearing their stories. And a lot of times I think like, they grow attracted to me because of that. And I've made it very clear that like, I'm married or whatever, like, I'm not interested. But I still am happy to like have a friendship with them. And it's happened with this one guy that is uh, my friend, and he's become very close to my husband, like when he first met me for sure, he was like, I wish I could bang this girl. And now like, were you guys my-
0: married were you guys no we
1: were engaged but I was on a trip alone with a girl like for work and he mm-hmm. was there like with a, with his friends like doing something else and we just struck up a conversation and he's a poker player and I was like super fascinated like what is the life of a professional poker player like I just sure. thought it was interesting and we became friends and like we've even we've like traveled together as friends, like on trips, like without my husband, because my husband's schedule was not flexible. And like for example, like I went to Brazil and I like he was like, Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Like I always wanted to go to Brazil. He was like, I'm gonna come with you. And I was like, okay, he didn't come with me. Like he didn't stay we stayed in separate rooms. We we did touristy things and I have a friend in Brazil that was like I was meeting and he mm-hmm. was like, Is it cool if I like tag along like the girls are beautiful I was like yeah like I'm very much like that And so because- what does
0: your husband say to that like what does your fiance yeah. say to that like cause if be- I I mean if I heard that my yeah. like girlfriend struck up a conversation like here's a, I, I understand what you're saying like and it only matters if it's something to you so yeah, like in the you're beginning,
1: in the beginning before my husband knew him when I was in Miami and I met him and he heard that I was like talking to a guy he's like what the fuck are you doing when we came back to new york my husband my fiance at the time was like i want to meet this kid like i need to meet him and i was like okay so meet him so they met and like at first i think like mike wanted to kill him but like they ended up talking and 10 minutes later they're friends so now that they're friends i know that the kid would never cross try to cross the line with me because he genuinely likes my husband and like they're mm. like they hang out and they're friends and like he asks me for dating advice all the time and he tells us the girls he's dating and he's always dating like Like bottle girls, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like he's in a poker scene. He goes to casinos Mm. all the time, and like girls take advantage of him, and he always falls into that trap. And and I'm like, I just try to say to him, like, you have such a strong bond with somebody like me that's so not that person, but then you fall for the looks of that person, and then you end up in the same cycle. And so we just try to help him. Like we're all friends now.
0: Don't you Um, know? You know the the interesting part of that story is that like are you still there yeah the interesting part of that story is like a yeah, lot I'm of here. this is, a lot of this is very um i can i can feel the ego of a man you know what i mean yeah. like and, and i think the most interesting part of that story is that like you're like he met my husband 10 minutes later kicks in this is not an option for him but it took Meeting your husband, like your fiance, like even hearing of a fiance.
1: Because I think think initially he just met me. and We were shooting the shit and it was whatever. Then as he got to know me, like back to this girl, he liked my personality. So like, Mm -hmm. and and probably because he knew he couldn't have me, he focused on my personality, not on my looks or whatever. But he he had to meet you. Right. So he got to know me as a person and then... He bonded with my personality as a friend. And then you start to think like, oh, like, you know, why can't I find someone that I have that with? And so I think it goes there. Like, I'm pretty sure that's probably what happened with that girl. It's not her fault. I mean, I guess you just have to start asking people when you're talking to them. Like, I always ask people about their, I ask like a hundred questions when I meet them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where are you from? Where do you live? Like, what do you do? Like, do you
0: have a girlfriend? Are you
1: married? Are you this or that? I guess like, that would be a way to avoid it. I mean, I get that she feels bad, but she didn't do anything wrong. I mean, it's his fault.
0: Yeah, I can't tell her how to feel, but I would say that, you know, again, asking, asking questions of any guy you're talking to is a better way to go. Yeah. Um, because you have to wonder why are you talking to me? What do you like? I don't think right. that anyone like, talks to me for no reason. Like well, Emily, I you come on the podcast, like, not out of the goodness of your heart. I'm going to promote you. I want people to go follow you. Like they're everyone has skin in every game. Like I think she
1: said, she said, right. That they're like in a cl- they're working. So they were in a training. Sure. Or
0: so why are they training together? Why is he giving her so much attention? Why yeah. is it so flirty? Why does he not mention any girlfriend and then all of a sudden a girlfriend gets brought up out of the thin blue blue air so it's shady so i i think it's interesting though with the guy that you're talking about the guy in your life where it's like he's forced into a position of getting to know you at first you are and i don't mean this i'm saying through his (laughs) eyes a landing pad And I think that this woman, because it sounds like it happens a lot to her, she's probably very nice. She's probably bubbly. She probably smiles a lot. All of that stuff, as wrong as it is, guys' egos make them believe she's into me. Why would I stop this from going on? She's talking to me. She's interested. No girl in high school ever talked to me, and now this girl's talking to me. So I I can understand. And then he's in a relationship that he's like meh about. He's not really into it. And he goes, oh, my God, here's someone that could be a better option for when I'm out of this. You are the inspiration for, oh, my God, I can talk to girls. I can talk to girls that are better than the one I'm talking to right now. As wrong as that is, better is the wrong choice of words. I think it's just like a better match. I think a lot of times this happens when people break up with people. Who do they go to next? They usually go back to the person they broke up with because it's the easiest. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the easiest person to land, end up with. It's the most comfortable. It's the place where a rejection isn't a rejection of you or your body. It's a rejection of the past that you guys have together. So, like, you are a place where less rejection, uh, you, the the emailer, you're a place where less rejection is they're doing the math on how much rejection could come from this place and there's less of a chance with you. So, you're having these guys that are, like, having this very, very, you know, face- you know, very thin level of of connection. And they're going, oh, yeah, I don't want to be with my girlfriend anymore because I now I know I can talk to women out in the wild. Like, you are kind of like, there are that version of girl where you're like, oh, my God, it's so easy to talk to them. What am I doing in this relationship? I should be out there. I could talk to this woman. I could talk to any woman. It's like, that's not true. He can probably talk to, like, nobody. But that's yeah. just, you give that, Kind yeah. of allusion to him, I think. And
1: I think you have to be careful, like guys, of that. Like, I think it's 50 50. Like, maybe it is a sign that, like, you maybe should go and meet people, and like maybe you're not with the best, or sometimes you might just think the grass is always greener and it's not. Oh, like,
0: I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, I think it's the second one who is way more likely. I, yeah. I I definitely think, though, for her, like, you can't feel bad about this. Ask more questions. I love that advice because. Why not? Like I, I definitely, if, if a beautiful woman comes up to me out of the blue, I go, what's the deal? Like yeah. I react like they are trying to take all my they, money and my family.
1: Media and they want yeah.
0: To, yeah. no, 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 that, that can't be true. I go, what are you doing here? Why do you want to talk to me? Who, who, who sent you here? Which of my buddies is sending you to fuck with me? Uh-huh. So like, I, I think that takes time. She sounds young. She said, uh, beginning of the semester, the, this is all learning experience, but I wouldn't feel so bad. I, I, I think um, the reason it happens frequently is probably because you're smiling and being nice to guys as, yeah, as crazy bad. as that. Would, yeah, right that. Right. exactly. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Emily, can we do one more? Is that cool? Yeah. Let's do one more email at Emily Gellis. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Let's do it um no romantic connection after date one how do you establish a romantic connection or spark on socially distanced first dates I'm running into a new problem on outside picnic or hiking dates where I'm getting told by guys that they don't feel a spark. I've never had this friend zone pandemic level problem before. I would say I'm a catch. I'm above average cute, great hair, active, good job in healthcare, strong social network, financially independent, love to ski and travel. I mean, this is her This is oh her dating profile. Is what my are... dating approach in the age of COVID too cold? How can I show romantic interest uh, when one needs to stay six feet-ish apart from someone? It seems kind of invasive to be Breaking personal space boundaries with a total stranger on a first-time meetup, plus with the need to be sometimes uh, wear multiple layers of clothing to a park due to cold weather, cute date outfits are harder to plan. Haha, uh, I have no problem with crossing personal space boundaries, but usually at some point on day two to three, one guy actually texted me a few days after a first date that I was kind, fun, sincere, and charming, but the chemistry was more friendly than romantic. Why is this so annoying? That this happened with a guy where I was positive there was going to be a second date, I was excited about him, and we had our Already set up a second date on the first date we had a million things in common and connection on a lot of basic life goals and core values what gives any tips so emily what do you think about this
1: okay that that was a lot i think i don't think that you can like do anything more to like i believe that like there's connection or there's not i don't think that Mm. it's like her like i think you could still i have connection with people all the time that i don't have like physical contact with like you know, I'll say, like, you're married, but it doesn't mean I always say, like, you're married, but you're not dead. Like, i meet mm-hmm. people all the time, and I'd be like, oh, like, if I was single, like, maybe that's somebody that, like, I would, you know, talk to more. And I don't think that you only form connections. Obviously, physical contact is important. First of all, I've had a lot of friends dating during COVID, and they don't do this, like, this they maybe they do the first date distance, but, like, they uh, wow. have drink, and they forget that it's a pandemic, and yeah. whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, So that's, first of all, second of all, I mean, maybe don't go in a park or something where you like maybe be a little sexier, like, I guess that you could like show a little bit more of your personality, like through your clothing, you know, like I understand that, like, you know, now at least in New York, I don't know where she is, but restaurants are opening like a 25% capacity indoors at the end of the month. So like, you'll be able to go back inside and like have a date. You know, like walking dates are, they're not sexy. So I don't know. I, I got, I got to, I got to look into that. Like, how do you make
0: like these so, outdoors oh. are sexy? I, I like, hear what you're saying about like the outdoors. I don't think that matters at all. Yeah. Um, it's I think your,
1: and maybe it's just I, not there.
0: I think your first point is actually the biggest point that she needs to realize, consider this a blessing. Okay. Because it's funny to me that you're like, after a first date, I have friends that are going on first dates and the first drink happens and then they're like, all of a sudden they forget that this is a stranger. To me, the pandemic, the quarantine, the social distancing is adding another level of protection to people who don't want to get physical too soon with people. Which is and, not a bad idea. Which, no, 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 this is a blessing. I'm totally on board with this because this woman, she wrote, listen, we all have different risk tolerances right now. This woman's risk tolerance sounds very reasonable. She's like, I'm going on dates. It's a hiking or uh, or picnics. Um, and then she's like, I'm trying to look cute, but I'm staying six feet apart. And, and it's like, if you're staying six feet apart from a guy on the whole first date, He's gonna walk away from the first date being like, "Oh shit, she's not looking to be casual at all," and that's okay. If I, you know, and the, I just like, if she had said, you know, after the first date we we make out and then we go home, and he's like, "I just feel a friendish vibe." That's not what's happening. She is saying, "You let's go on the date. You stay there. I stay here." And the guy's going, "Yeah, sure. We'll stay six feet apart the whole time." And then he gets there and he realizes, "Oh, she's fucking serious about this." And they go home and they go. Hey, this is a lot of fun, but I'm looking for someone who's gonna break the rules a little bit with me. Well,
1: I think then maybe maybe the advice would be to for her, she should tell people like, look, on the first date, like I take it really seriously. Like I just want to be distant, but like I'm totally open to like relaxing those rules down the line. And then maybe she won't. This wouldn't happen. I,
0: I I mean, I wouldn't even do that. I think what she's doing is perfect. I think like you're going on the date and you're just getting the answer faster. This There's answer would have came everyone, slower. So you, exactly. Yeah. Keep it
1: moving, you'll find the right one.
0: There's a butt for every seat, but the reality is, you're going on these dates. The reason is because they're going on these dates and they're going, oh shit, that was a six feet distance date. Like these guys went on the date being like, yeah, sure, we'll 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 do a park thing, thinking that you're gonna like suck their dick in the woods. Like that's not gonna happen. And then when that didn't happen, they went home and they said, what's the nicest way I can say, hey, you won't fuck me casually? Oh. It seems like you're a nice person and we'd be better as friends. That's the easiest way out of that. So I think she's great. I think she keeps going with what she's doing. You you look great. You're dressing fine. A guy can tell if he likes you under layers as much as he could tell you if he likes you in a tank top. So J Train
1: -train -train
0: Podcast at Jima.com. J Train Podcast at Jima.com. Emily Gellis, thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It was such a pleasure. Everyone go follow Emily at Emily Gellis on Instagram. Go, go, go. Go follow right now. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.